the sports voice in southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI welcomes you to Coach's Corner, southeastern Indiana's top local sports show. Live from Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville, here's your host, Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening and welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raver with you here this evening. Our first guest, as usual, is Gary Mormon, Oldenburg Academy boys basketball coach. Coach, you must have ran a pretty tough opponent last week. Yeah, we did. They were uh, very good. We knew they would be good. Uh, very senior-laden team. And uh, as a matter of fact, start five seniors, and uh, uh, their sixth man's a senior. Their eighth man's a senior. Um, but, uh, you know, it was uh, a game where I really felt like afterwards, even though the score uh, came out somewhat lopsided on, on their side, uh, I really didn't feel bad at all about the game. We shot 12 of 54 from the field, so we know the math there. You're, you're going to win that about, what, once or twice out of 100 times? Uh, that's about all. That's about it. <laughs> uh, and that might have to be like a 7th grade or 6th grade game, right? It's the other team shooting that equally as poorly, right? Yeah. So uh, we know where you're gonna, you know you're going to lose in a game like that, but we only turned the ball over eight times all day, uh, actually rebounded with a team much bigger than us, and uh, – uh, the floor game wasn't that bad. Had uh, a couple obstacles that we knew were going to uh, make it a little more difficult. A two-hour ride, as we talked about. Um, really had uh, uh, some illness. Uh, Jake Johnson uh, was sick all week long, came to school on Friday and played on uh, Saturday. And then we also had uh, uh, ankle injury for Zach Wegman, was able to play. But uh, limited a little bit but you know I, I didn't feel bad at all afterwards and uh, today I thought the kids we had one of the most uplifting practices of the year I, it, sometimes when things are going well there's basketball season is so long as we know um, probably twice as long as the high school baseball season 40 percent longer than the regular season of football and uh, because of that you're going to have your ups and downs and sometimes you know you play in games or you go to practice I'm sure you remember well where you get the vibe do the guys really want to do this is it still fun right now and uh, certainly we had a period of time this year where I felt like I, I wasn't sure how fun it was for our guys and about the last two weeks and especially today the vibe was absolutely top-notch I felt like everybody really enjoyed it really uh, wanted to be there and uh, it really had a great get-together great workout today so uh, I feel very very good going forward Coach, uh, anybody you want to point out that uh, played well for you on uh, Saturday night? Well, I do want to point out that Jake Johnson became the uh, third uh, OA Twister boys player to uh, uh, score 1,000 points. So he joined uh, Jason Eckstein and my son Matt as uh, the only three boys in OA history to score 1,000 points. So uh, while he was ill, um, he, uh, he scored 14 points. He needed nine to get to 1,000. So that was a big thing. And we were thrilled for him, and, uh, um, you know, it was a game where uh, we, we didn't really have any big shooting uh, bright spots, um, but uh, uh, we had guys that I thought played pretty well. I thought Dempsey Bowman had a good game. He, yeah, he scored eight points. He, he shot 40% from the field, which was the, was the best on the team, you know, when, when you shoot 21% overall, 40% looks like uh, Pete Maravich. <laughs> um, but, uh, and... Nick Follop played very well, as he always does, coming off the bench as a sophomore. And, uh, you know, we had guys, uh, Zach Wegman had eight rebounds. He didn't score any points, but uh, 
had a, a really solid game and, and just a lot of positives, I thought, afterwards in terms of the players' attitudes. And um, sometimes things like that are uh, more important than the outcome of the game. Coach, you got a double header this uh, week. You got Hauser and Rushville, two teams kind of on opposite paths right now. Rushville's getting better. And, uh, I listened to the Hauser game. Uh, I think it was Saturday night against Jackson Dell, and it sounded kind of like they just mailed that one in. Well, they did. Now, uh, the good news, bad news of that, you're, you're exactly right. They will be getting healthier on Wednesday night. They'll get their best player back. Paradise will be back. The big guy, Johnson, inside will will be there to play the whole game. So they'll be a little different personnel-wise on Wednesday. But, uh, yeah, maybe they've hit that that period of time this year where things kind of mounted up against them. And uh, But we know the pendulum swings back and forth, and they have a very, very storied history over at Hauser, and, and they have a lot of pride. So I anticipate that um, that's going to be on their home floor, uh, you know, a tougher task than maybe the experts might think. Uh, and then again on uh, Saturday, we traveled to Rushville. That game was going to be at OA if our gym was done, but uh, it's going to be at Rushville. Great place to play. Uh, game I remember well. Uh, you probably remember one of uh, my red-faced uh, mistakes uh, <laughs> Sally teases me about way back when I was a sophomore. I can recall uh, uh, playing at Rushville, and doggone it, Rushville's got the gym that has seats all around, which... Uh, if Coach Ehrman's listening, he's probably chuckling too. He said, yeah, I'm not sure why I ever played that Mormon kid. So here I was, a, a nice, energetic, young sophomore kid and played hard the whole first quarter. And uh, apparently I must have thought that was halftime because <laughs> I went to the locker room and Paul Mang, you remember Paul Mang yes. was our manager. Paul Mang comes in there and, oh, he was so concerned that I, did you sprain your ankle? I said, no. And he said, uh are you feeling sick? And I, I said, no, I feel fine. He said, well, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm, that was kind of when Gatorade was first making its, you know, appearance on the scene. So I was, I said, well, I'm having a little Gatorade. I've just only drank my share though, Paul, you know, and he goes, okay. He said, are you planning on playing the second quarter was what we were wondering. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, where is everybody? He goes, well, listen, see those, hear those whistles and the tennis shoes? Yeah, that, they're playing. Can you come out? So that was an embarrassing thing. I'm sure he would piss Coach Ehrman and you were probably thinking. Uh, also, remember, I went and sat near the end of the bench, and, and uh, Mr. Ehrman, uh, you know, signaled for him to come down to find out what the problem was. And I, I saw him saw him t- uh, telling him whatever the problem was, and you and Mr. Coach Ehrman started leaning forward, looking down there, and he had to have a little short conversation to see if I uh, – but uh, either you or Mr. Ehrman had a great one-liner. Uh <laughs> When I went down there, and they go, well, go back in. You're going to go back in for so and so, and they said, just go ahead and wait for the rest of us when we go to the locker room. <laughs> that'll be your that'll be your cue to go. So, oh, that was pretty humorous. But so anyway, I always think about that when we play at Rushville, and uh, it tempers any kind of uh, getting angry at my players. I think, well, it can't be as bad as the what I did myself. Coach, I uh, saw Rochelle uh, last week uh, here at Batesville and uh, do not play uh, many of the big kids, although the uh, kid that does all their scoring, I think Evans is his name, is a sophomore, is 6'4", but the, the, the two big kids played JV that night, so I, I guess they basically played five guards against Batesville. Wow. Well, yeah, we uh, anticipate that that's going to be a, 
a tough game. Like I said, a, a great environment to play in. We look forward to going down there. And Coach Laker, really good guy, personable guy. Uh, look forward to playing uh, the Lions, and uh, um, they will uh, they will be a formidable foe. And uh, like you said, I think they're a team that struggled early in the year and have fi- found their stride right now and uh, playing much much better. And I guarantee you they won't quit because Batesville had them way down early in the ball game and they just kept coming back and coming back. Yes, exactly. Uh, that's kind of a, a standard uh, tenor of Coach Laker's teams. You know, it kind of fits his personality. He's a very optimistic, upbeat guy, and they will hang in there and battle you right to the end. And getting back to Hauser for just a minute, the, the kid that plays in the middle, uh, a left-hander and uh, – if he doesn't get called for traveling, he's pretty got some pretty good moves inside. He, he tends to travel a little bit, but uh, if they don't call that travel on that first step, is is something else to guard against? Yeah, Johnson, he's a good player, very very strong guy. Goes prefers to go left all the time, so uh, we're aware of him, and you know we'll plan on doubling down when when they go there, and and the the help will arrive from that side that. Uh, that he tends to like to go to, so hopefully that'll cause him some problems. Uh, the reserves, how'd they do? They played extremely well. They won in a blowout game and uh, just played uh, from from uh, tip to buzzer extremely well, headed under control, and uh, very happy with how those guys played. Coach, it's uh, getting to be uh, time for the uh, draw by the IHSA. Uh, doesn't seem possible that we're that part of the season goes fast doesn't it yes Seems it does as we get older it goes faster and faster but i would say um that the most anxious moments that uh i have all year are that sunday you know when you're waiting for your draw because as we know there's a lot of debate on whether we should have uh and i think i would probably fall on the side of of seeding um perhaps we're in a seven team uh, uh sectional i know batesville's a seven also uh my feeling is that with the computer ratings now being so accurate that perhaps we could utilize that and maybe have the top seed and the second seed be in the opposite bracket so they can't draw each other. There would be that way of thinking, and certainly then the flip side of that would be, and obviously the, the current belief for the IHSA, and you can't argue this, that no, they like the blind draw because they would tell you in Indiana – the tournament starts that Sunday, not on Tuesday, but during the draw, that that is uh, equal to the first round games. And uh, as we all know, it's been many, many times, uh, and not just in our area down here, but throughout the state of Indiana, where sometimes you're going to have the two best teams, maybe in the entire area, much less in the sectional, who will meet on a Tuesday night. Yeah, and, and uh, it's the HSA will also tell you it's all about uh, – making sure they have money to support all of their uh, athletics and, uh, throughout the year and throughout the state. So when that happens by uh, Saturday night, there's not many people in the stands. Correct, and that's one of the reasons why I would have thought uh, at some point they would uh, reopen that for discussion. Um, I know the Coaches Association, we've brought that up several times, uh, you know, the idea of perhaps seating just two of them. Because then you would still have the draw. The straw, the draw would still exist, but you know you would put in, in our case uh, perhaps us in Morristown, albeit Jackson Dells playing extremely well. They would be right near Morristown in OA in terms of the computer ratings. But uh, Batesville and Greensburg, or and I don't know the exact rankings of the teams, but certainly in in past years when 
uh, there's clear-cut two best teams you would like to ensure if they're going to meet it would be Saturday night and that these these uh, these top-notch teams are alive all the way to the end or have a have a really good chance of it but um, that you know I'm sure that they've considered it all all the way through in many many different scenarios uh, but that would be my personal uh, thought that that would ensure the biggest crowds possible uh, but that's not how we're doing it right now, and uh, so that makes us kind of nervous. Uh, uh, I would like to draw the bye, Coach. Is there, <laughs> any, is there any novenas or something we can say? I, I don't or, know. That, uh, some candles you can light at church or I'll, something like that. <laughs> I'll check with the nuns and see if there's anything we can do. Maybe that's sacrilegious to pray for a bye, but I guess it can't hurt, right? No. And there's going to be a new commissioner at, uh, next year, so there may be... Uh, changes go along along the way because uh, Bobby Cox is retiring That's I right. understand so and I think there's a good chance one of my closest and longest dearest friends Robert Falcons really has a good chance of uh, of getting that position he was at the game when we played up in Indianapolis this year and when I asked him about it he dodged that question very hard I said are you going to be the new boss and he said next question so uh, he said I obviously am applying for it and would like it and, and uh, he would be top notch I can assure you I got that same answer from Bobby Cox several years ago. So, oh, yeah, well, that, so might, that might be a good that sign. That might be an omen. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, Coach, before we let you go? We'll see you next uh, Monday, and uh, um, soon we'll, we'll have those uh, facts and figures on that draw. That'll be exciting. Will do. We'll see you next week. We'll see you then. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 your FM dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. Cecil here from Ison's Family Pizza and Top This Frozen Yogurt in downtown Batesville. You love our pizza because we use only the best quality ingredients. Try one of our awesome Supreme Pizzas or build your own topping combination. Add some of our famous breadsticks, cheese sauce, and a salad and dinner is done. We love being part of this community and thank you for your business. Check out our website, IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Give us a call at 812-933-0333 or visit us in downtown Batesville. waiting in line at other pharmacies at georgia's pharmacy and medical equipment we are here for you with fast friendly service ask about our free delivery to the entire listening area it's easy to switch call or stop by your nearest georgia's pharmacy and medical equipment and we will do all the work georgia's pharmacy we are here for you hello this is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick. I want to invite you to stop in and see what has changed at Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick. Our service, parts, and sales staff is working hard to earn your business. We offer customer shuttle service, courtesy pickup in return, and if you do not see it on our lot, we can go get it for you. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and the home of free old changes for life. Thank you for the opportunity to earn your business. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. If you're expecting David Disbro, he sent his assistant. Uh, Coach, we'll let you introduce yourself and what your position is with the East Central program. Thanks, Coach. My name is Steve Kaufman. I'm a varsity assistant uh, coach there at East Central with Coach Disbro. He had a, a family. Had a family. So he was unable to be here, and uh, so you guys get me instead of him. <laughs> 
Sorry about that. Uh, Coach, the Trojans uh, on a pretty good run. They ran into a stomach buck at, at Connorsville, but otherwise doing pretty well at this time. Yeah, you know, we've won nine of our last 11 and uh, beat a, a, a trending up Batesville team on, on Saturday. They'd won seven in a row there so and beat them at Batesville, which is very tough to do. Coach Garrett does a really good job there. Um, Connorsville Thursday night. Connorsville just plays really good defense, and uh, we had a tough time scoring that night. But uh, we bounced back, uh, had a tough grinded out practice on Friday, and then the guys bounced back and played really well at Batesville on Saturday. So we're 13-7. and seven. Uh, We feel pretty good about that. Coach, what games do you have left on your schedule? Yeah, so we got Union County tomorrow night over there, <clears throat> and then we have Shelbyville at home, and then we have Greensburg on the road. So um, pretty tough schedule here coming up. I didn't realize that uh, Shelbyville changed coaches in the middle of the season. You know, I think about that. Oh uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Okay, that's so, no, no, uh, no. Yeah, they did make go, it. We won't. Yeah. Go, we won't go any farther. There's no need to do that. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just happened to look at uh, their schedule and uh, what was coming up, and uh, saw that there was a new coach there. So you know, uh, they're traditionally. Uh, a tough team. They're up and down a little bit this year. Union County probably down a little bit from what they have been, but then obviously finishing up with Greensburg, that will be for a chance for the conference title, right? That is right, Coach. So um, we're, we, we've just won, we've just lost one game in the conference and they've lost none. So obviously if we can knock them off, we tie for the conference. So um, that's a game we've got circled on the calendar for sure. Uh, Coach, talk about the kids who are leading you this year. Uh, obviously, uh, one of your big uh, cogs is uh, the big kid in the middle, Collinsworth. But talk about your leaders overall. Boy, he is big, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Luke, uh, he's a great kid, too. Um, Luke Collinsworth, he's he's our big guy in the middle. He averages almost 17 points a game, almost 10 rebounds a game. So almost a double-double. Uh, Logan Rohrbacher averages about 15 points a game, four rebounds. A.J. Messmore is about 14 points a game, and then Trevor Becker is about 13 points a game. So very balanced scoring uh, on the offensive end. And then Johnny Hotel, he's our defensive stopper at the other end. So uh, we've got a balanced scoring attack at the offensive end, just trying to shore up our defense a little bit um, as we move forward here. Uh, Coach, uh, one of the things that uh, Collinsworth, for as big as he is, number one, he moves well, and number two, he's got a very, very soft touch down when he shoots. He really does. Just asking. Uh, he says, uh, you know, he wants to shoot that three. He he keeps telling us that he's got the best three point percentage on the team, so he needs to keep shooting it. So, uh, but you're right, though, coach. He can really shoot the ball. Um, so uh, if he's out there and he's got a bigger guy on him that's not going to come out there and get him, he can shoot that three, which is a nice weapon to have. Uh, coach, how are the reserves and and how did the freshmen finish up? Yeah, thanks for asking about them. The JV is 16 and three, so they're really having a nice year. And then our freshmen were 10 and 11, so um, really got some good players coming up through the system there. Uh, everybody tries to improve on something. I think you just hinted at what you'd like to improve on before the section. That would be shore up your defense a little bit. It is. Yeah, we just have you know at times. We struggle to defend some people, and uh, so we really are trying to work on that. You know, we mix up our defense quite a bit throughout the game to maybe catch them off guard a little bit. And also we want our guys to compete, you know, compete on every possession, offensively or defensively. And uh, so we really try to work on those things in practice and then throughout the game make, make different changes as the game goes on. I know one of the things that uh, as, as I watch games this year and go through it, uh, 
and Coach Disbro, I know his past. Uh, when uh, when they don't play defense, that's got to drive him nuts because that's been his uh, strong point for a long time. <laughs> you are right. I mean, he gets fired up when they're not playing defense. You know, um, that's kind of his staple. He wants to make sure we defend. And, and uh, you know, it's all about effort. You don't have to have much basketball skill to play defense. It's just about effort. And uh, he's looking to get maximum effort out of all of his guys out there on the floor. I know when I was coaching, uh, used to tell the players that if, if the other team doesn't score, then you don't have to score much either. So <laughs> pretty good mentality to start with. Sure uh, we just talked before we went on the air during the commercial break. Uh, your sectional this year is going to be at uh, Columbus, a much shorter trip in terms of where you're going, but it's still a meat grinder what you're going to. Boy, I'll tell you, you know, we go – over there, and you've got Bloomington South, who's undefeated, 20 and 0, number one in the state, uh, Class 4A. You got Columbus North, who we went over there and played them. Um, they're number 20th in the state, and then Bloomington North is 17 and 4. Now they may not be ranked, but they're 17 and 4, um, and they're playing a bear of a schedule. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be very tough for our guys. But uh, you know what? I think they're up for the task. And uh, after watching our girls. Um, you know, marched through their sectional, and congratulations to Coach Moore and that team. Uh, they did a fabulous job. They marched right through that sectional. So uh, maybe we can learn from them and, and uh, march through the sectional in our own fashion. Coach, uh, anything else before we let you go this evening? No, you know, our, our uh, middle school coaches, they do a great job. Um, you know, Coach Meyer, Coach um, Rick Mormon, Coach Teasing, Coach Stonefield, they do a great job. Just want to mention them. They put in a lot of time. And uh, once again, just shout out to the girls team for the masterful job they did this season congrats to them and you mentioned coach uh, mormon uh he was coaching when i was coaching so he's been there a few years yeah he's 28 i think huh. he's, he's just 28 years old ask him okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. coach thank you so much well, thank for you for, for coach disborough best of luck to you uh the rest of the way we'll be uh, watching and listening for the trojans all right thank you very much coach we will be back after these words from our sponsor. Tyson's Family Pizza has pasta. Yes, Batesville, we have pasta. Choose from spaghetti, rigatoni, or cheese ravioli. You get our house-made marinara or decadent Alfredo. Top it off with some chicken, sausage, or meatballs. Our jumbo wings are a must this time of year. We have seven different sauces or crispy plain with your choice of blue cheese or house-made ranch. Tyson'sFamilyPizza.com on the web. 812-933-0333 on the phone. Or Tyson's Family Pizza, 117 East. George, downtown Batesville. You may have an endless to-do list, but don't forget the importance of taking care of yourself. Even if you're healthy, regular health screenings are essential to avoiding problems in the future. If you haven't had a regular checkup lately, Margaret Mary Health recommends you schedule one and talk to your health care provider about which screenings are right for you. For a list of doctors, visit mmhealth.org. If you could change one thing about how the inside of your home feels, what would it be? Fewer drafts? A quieter system? More or less humidity? Believe it or not, you can enjoy all these things and more with a Linux home comfort system from Hurt and Elko. And best of all, they've got plenty of high-efficiency options. So call 812-934-4646 today. That's Hurt and Elko at 812-934-4646 or online at hurt-elko.com. 
now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. Andrew Springmeyer, CYO basketball coach here at uh, St. Louis in uh, Batesville. And uh, first of all, Andrew, how did the uh, Batesville Team 1 do this season? Um, well, we finished the regular season 7-1, uh, and one, and we were tied for the number one overall seed in the tournament. Um, and we ended up actually winning that. So uh, we finished 10-1. and one. And then we also had a team number two as well um, who finished 3-5. and five, But this team had seven players. We had the flu hit us. So at some point we played with five kids for a couple games. So uh, overall pretty well. Um, we ended up getting the A seed in the tournament for that. Um, we won one and then had to play All Saints number one is who our A team played at the final. So... And tell us a little bit more about that final ball game. So I don't know if anybody's ever been to a CYO game before, but the atmosphere uh, yesterday was kind of like a high school game. The stands were packed. There were student sections. I mean, the tempo, I could barely talk to the kids. It was so loud. So, um, you know, we played this All Saints twice. First time we lost by 20. We just fell apart in the fourth quarter. Second time we played at St. Leon, we won by 10. Um, going into this game, we were down the whole game, it seemed like. Um, down by 10 is first quarter. We got it within three at second, and then we, you know, we told the guys, hey, we're still in this. We just got to play some defense. Effort, effort, effort. Come out third quarter, we give up 10 points right off the bat. And, you know, fourth quarter, we're down by two. We ended up getting the lead with, it, with like four minutes left in fourth quarter and ended up winning. Very proud of these uh, nine guys that were on that team. Uh, tell us about those players that played on uh, the Team 1 squad and, and the players who played on Team 2 for you. So Team 1 was um, all seniors. We had Seth Gausman, who actually was the MVP of the uh, CYO Deanery this year. Luke Esser, Evan Volgesane, who got second team all Deanery. Alex Smith, a- Adam Cox, Aaron Weber, Chris Anderson, John Thompson, who got third team all Deanery and then Zeb Streeter for the uh, A team. For the B team, uh, seven guys, like I said earlier, uh, Tyler Koontz, Tanner Anderson, Adam Volgesane, Jack Aplanup, Luke Wilson, Kurt Seifert, who got first team, and then Carson Mackey. And uh, you already mentioned that uh, Seth Gausman was the MVP of the Deanery. Who are some of the other leaders for these squads? Um, As far as the A team, we had three guys this year that scored over 100 points which we only play eight games and a couple in the tournament, so that's, I felt like that was pretty well. Um, the other one was Adam Cox, had 117 points. Um, John Thompson had 141. But what doesn't show on these are the defense. And uh, one of my guys that put in a time and time play defense was Aaron Weber. So as far as defensive guy, he was our go-to. They always, uh, the kids always joke that he was, you know, the goat on defense or the brick wall, and he – great there as far as the b team um you know kurt seaford who i mentioned earlier and then adam volgesane uh luke wilson carson maggie they're all kind of rounded out in there with seven guys you don't have much uh coach who helped you with basketball this year um travis cook who's helped in the past um so that was my only assistant i coached i was the head coach on both teams travis had other things that were going on so when he could he was there uh is there still a diocesan tournament, or is that a thing of the past? That's a thing of the past. So we're talking earlier. I wish it was still there. I'd like to see how this group uh, 
you know, compared. But there is an eighth grade tournament who St. Louis did play yesterday. They came across a great group uh, team, St. Mary's. So uh, they they lost in the first game, but there is an eighth grade, but no high school. Uh, Andrew, uh, like any uh, program that uh, goes, you need people to help you out besides just in a coaching part. Who are some people you'd like to thank for helping out this uh, year? Well, first, my family. You know, I dragged them to every game. My wife, Kristen, who uh, did the book for me. My stepdad, Greg, uh, who ref, but they also helped set up. My mom, uh, she was at the gate, kind of the nervous one, always <laughs> taking pictures for us. Um, the officials, you know, Roger Dietz, Greg Simmons, Phil Ryan, Jim Dice, who come out on Saturday, Sundays for a couple games to help us out. Uh, Mike Burkhart, the AD at St. Louis, who's always willing to give us gym space. Now, we do practice 8.30, 10 o'clock at night, but willing to give us gym space. The gym's always open on Sundays. Um, Kaz for always putting us on the scores on the website and over the radio. When I don't send them to him, he's te- texting me where they at. And uh, also you, Ron, for showcasing uh, CYO basketball. Well, thank you. And, uh, Coach, uh, I know one of the things that CYO basketball in this area has been strong for a long, long time, and you're keeping that tradition going. Uh, you mentioned... Uh, Coach Dietz and the number of years he put in, and I know that when it goes way beyond that, you go back to uh, Bill Gills and some of the work he did there way back when, and uh, it gives the kids an opportunity who uh, did not make a varsity basketball team, and it's not unusual that uh, you and All Saints were playing because that's the East Central uh, District down there where those kids come from, so uh, tradition... uh, for the last several years, that would be the two powerful teams in the area. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Like I told you earlier, I, you know, following in Rogers' footsteps hard, so not winning the championship, I was a little nervous. <laughs> but, yeah, East Central always has a great team. It seems like All Saints is always there. So uh, hopefully we can continue to improve. Going way back to the old days when uh, there were all those uh, churches down that area, and they, they split them up now. Now you got one church for what used to be about four or five, so yeah. the talent pool is getting a little better. Yeah, I, I wish I, I look at some of those kids and wish I just had the height or the build. So. Yeah. Other thoughts or comments, Coach? I would just, for anyone who's interested, um, you know, CYO is open to obviously Catholics, but we do allow two non Catholics, any freshman to senior that, like you said, maybe doesn't want to play high school basketball, didn't make the team. Um, we're always looking for. Uh, for uh, players. We start around October. Uh, just look in the bulletin for information about that and uh, just appreciate uh, all the support we had throughout the year. Coach, congratulations and be looking forward to talking to you again next year. Thanks, Ron. We'll be back after these words from our sponsor. Listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI. Cease Weissen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Meats of Crust Pizza is here. Meats of Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meats of crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken meats of crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Meats of Crust Pizza at EisenstFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333 or downtown Batesville. 
Leap days are rare, but deals from ETC aren't. Get $10 back every month of 2020. The sooner you sign up for ETC services, the more you'll save. Just sign up before March 31st to be eligible. Learn more about ETC's internet, TV, cellular services, and more. Call 866-ETC-4YOU or visit etczone.com. Paperless billing required. Residential customers adding a new service or new residential customers choosing a bundle qualify. Other terms and conditions apply. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solution for every budget. When you turn to Garing's, your Carrier expert will show you our best home comfort systems. Jeff or Mike will help you pick the one that best fits your home budget. From our value price comfort series to our top performing infinity system, Carrier and Garing's have made excellence more affordable than ever. Who couldn't use a little more comfort? Turn to the experts with Carrier and Garing's, 316 North Main, Batesville. Amy! Okay, Kevin, I'm here as a friend, but also as a professional. I need to inspect your Wi-Fi network security. Well, we have Xfinity XFi, so we know when devices are protected from threats. Okay, smarty pants. Let's see if you know everything that's connected and protected, shall we? Okay. This smart speaker? Connected and protected. This baby monitor? Connected and protected. Okay, but what about this? Amy, that's a ferret. What? Oh, oh, hello. With Xfinity XFi, if it's connected, it's protected. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Get started with Xfinity Internet for $20 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement. Or learn about options to customize your own package. Plus, now you can get advanced security free when you get the XFi Gateway. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Requires EcoBill and AutoPay and 3-22-20. Restrictions apply. New performance starter internet customers only. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Aaron Garrett, Bates High School Boys Basketball Coach. Coach, uh, a win on uh, Thursday night against an improving Rushville team and then just a grinded out uh, basketball game between Batesville and East Central. It seems like uh, the number of years that uh, those kind of games go down to that uh final buzzer uh this one was another one of those yeah it was a good weekend in all aspects except just the final result on saturday but on sunday i took a break from watching film and went over to to um st louis and watched that cyo championship game and it was it was quite good um, it's good to see some of the guys that had been in our program playing again and being out there and, and ultimately coming away with the championship and i tell you what the um, all saints brought a student section that would rival anything you see at the high school level and made it made it a home court advantage for the opposing team. And I thought our guys did a good job and Coach Spremeyer did a good job in terms of that game. They were down all the way into the fourth quarter and then just came on and put a, a quite an impressive fourth quarter on them to, to win the CYO championship. So congratulations to Coach Spremeyer and those, and those players. And then like you said, Rushville's definitely improving. When you look at their schedule very closely, they've, they've lost seven games by four points or less. And they play quite a schedule. With some notable wins, for example, they beat Newcastle. Um, so a, a team that you know that has definitely played us tough over the years, especially the last few years in terms of even last year in the semifinal, the sectional, they had the, they had the ball with a chance to take the lead after us having them down for most of the game. And there was kind of the same thing happened on Thursday night, and I, I never felt like we were in danger because we had enough of a margin, and you had a couple baskets there late that, that made that made that margin closer than, than what it maybe was, but 
to give them credit, we, we did some things defensively, and they, they hit a shot on us every single mistake we made defensively in the fourth quarter, and a lot of times they were threes. But that's varsity basketball, right? If, if For example, we didn't hedge a, a screen with a hand up the one time, and the sophomore just made us pay and hit another three on us. So good to get that, that conference win. That was our seventh win in a row and, and came out early and, and played really well. And to Rushville's credit, they, they just kind of battled back. We had a 12-point lead at halftime. We extend the lead to, to 15. And, and the first part of the third quarter was definitely choppy in terms I didn't feel like we had very – we just weren't in, in sync. But then the last part of the third quarter played really well, closed out the quarter, and, and ended up being up 15. Actually improved our lead by three in the quarter, but then had some deficiencies in, in the fourth quarter on the defensive end. And when a team's getting on a run like that and you still have a lead – they sped us up a little bit, and I liked how we handled their pressure. And the, and the great thing about Thursday's game was we had a lot of practice in the fourth quarter as far as pressure entries because they, they would hit a shot and they'd call timeout, set their full-court defense, and we had to continue to vary what our attack was in terms of entering the ball, clearing the floor, and as they ran, as they peeled off to run and jump and trap, did we read that correctly? Did we get the pass up the floor? Did we turn and face and then go make them pay? And most times we did, but we had a couple possessions there late where we, we, missed a, we missed a layup. They go down and hit another three. Ends up making that game pretty tight there at the end. But proud of the boys for getting a win. Because we've seen a lot of those Thursday night games in February ends up in a loss. And that kind of momentum swings that drastically. But Colt Meyer in that game played well and led us with, with 25 points. And then his fellow senior Charlie Dice didn't miss a field goal attempt. Charlie went six for six from the field. Ultimately scoring 13 points. And had some tough rebounds and really... Charlie has been has, has quietly become a guy who we here lately have been putting on the other team's best offensive player. Unless it's just a, a strictly a really fast point guard or a really big big, because a lot of times either RJ or Colt will take that point guard or or Sam will take the really big big. But Charlie's that athletic guy that can play inside and out, and he can even. I mean, he had he had cracks at Collinsworth the other day too in terms of East Central's big as we moved Sam and Charlie off of him. But really, really pleased with with Charlie in a lot of different ways. Um, I think you would characterize Charlie coming into his senior year as a good athlete, good skill set, but was he dialed in all the time? Not at all, right? So it's just fun to see his maturity continue to grow to where he's, he has to be on the floor for us to be successful. And it was unfortunate Saturday he had to go off the floor after some calls, and that hurt us. Um, so as we, as we go through these last four games of the season, we've got to continue to tighten things up and one of those things would be for Charlie individually is to continue to, continue to even play better defense and try to eliminate the best he can some of the some of the calls that have went against him. And then Saturday, and you nailed it too. I was thinking about that over the weekend. It is it is going to, if you have a Batesville Central game, it's going to go down the last possession into the wire. We've been on the short end of that the last two seasons, which is frustrating. But it's by no fault of the kids and their effort. And I've had a, as I watched the film back yesterday morning, just extremely impressive and I've had a few people I've seen either in passing yesterday or sending messages or whatever and the, you can't wins and losses go one way or the other and there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser in each game but and you were there at that game Saturday what a what a tremendous, tremendous effort by both teams it was a great great high school basketball game played at a high level and we came out on the short end of it now that's that's a loss but in terms of you, you can't fault either team's effort I mean I thought our kids effort was superb and we, we pressed the entire game. And we pressed early and got, got a 10-second call. We would get one later in the game. We switched. We changed our press. And 
displayed our new 2-2-1 press we've been working on the last couple weeks on the game floor. And I thought that was pretty effective. That takes a lot of effort. And the kids played really, really hard, and it really helped us in that fourth quarter as we made our run because we got down nine. And one thing I'd like to address is, is the technical foul in the third quarter because obviously losing in overtime by two and the fact that they made two points on technical free throws doesn't sit well with me in terms of how I've always wanted to strive to, to represent Batesville High School and the basketball program. To get that technical call, I didn't feel it was warranted. There was zero profanity used, and I felt it was, like I said earlier, just simply unwarranted. And, it's, and it was frustration mounting up from an impact on a game that there shouldn't have been that much of impact from outside of the 10 guys that are on the court playing. So it's just beyond frustrating. One thing when I get out of this game of, of coaching basketball, that's the one thing I won't miss, and that's, a, and that's too bad because there's a lot of good officials, and a lot of good officials who I enjoy when they work our games. I enjoy interacting with them but I will definitely not miss officials like we had on Saturday. And that is to take nothing away from East Central. They had to play with the same set of officials. And I thought it was equally bad in terms of the impact they had for their kids. But it's, it's, it's unfortunate when you work as hard as we do as coaches, as athletes, to have three individuals come in and, and have an impact on the game. that just goes above and beyond what they're there to do. So I'll give our boys credit there, too, in terms of playing through all of that. And having a chance to win at the end of regulation, having a chance to, to tie it up or win at the end of the overtime, and extremely proud of the effort. And, and Colt had 30 points on Saturday. So a combined 55 points on Thursday and, and Saturday, and Coach, and that was on 29 attempts. So just extremely efficient in terms of, of the shots he's making. So it's, it's not a high volume in terms of that amount of points. And you got to attribute a lot of that to Colt's skill set and how hard he's worked how well he knows the game, but also what was fun to watch is we're getting to the point where we'll run sets, but the guys have grown and developed where we can also run half-court offense and they can just play basketball. And you had some teammates setting really good screens for Colt. You had some guys making great passes where Colt could catch it on that curl, for example, and just pivot and go right up into his jump shot where the extra pass was made and he had some time and space to get his shot off. And then, quite frankly, just some very impressive individual efforts where he was slicing into the paint, getting to the basket, but better than earlier in the year, he was going up strong. And he was, he, he was quite the finisher. And Thomas Raver, we, we, knew, we knew that Collinsworth would not defend somebody, right? They, you get him out in space, I mean, he's got good feet, but when you get him out in that perimeter, that becomes more of a, more of a task for him. So we'd practiced on Friday and on Saturday shoot around. We were going to run different sets, different offense actions to get him out on the perimeter, right? So we... We, if he was guarding Sammy, Sammy was going to be in part of those actions and sets where he would be on the perimeter. Same with Charlie. What I did expect, though, I did not expect that they would put him on Thomas and let Thomas just kind of roam free and set. But it makes sense because Thomas has been shooting well. He just hasn't had a very high volume. And, and that's to Thomas's credit in terms of how he plays the game. He's often a pass-first kid and, and really helps get our offense going with his passing. But he can shoot it. And I thought early on, especially in the first quarter, I thought Thomas forced a couple, but also some of our other guys did, instead of just letting the offense come to him. And once we talked about that in a timeout, because Collinsworth, they're not going to change how he's defending, so if you don't like the first look, we'll reverse the basketball, you get that basketball back again, your hands, mind, and feet are ready, take that shot. And boy, did Thomas ever. He finished up four for nine from three, and some big threes, especially late as we were making our comeback to get us the lead and then to get us tied up. So just... He had six rebounds to go with that, four assists, 
So just a guy that's that's growing, getting better every 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 game. Then RJ Powell. RJ on Thursday night, Colt had six assists. RJ had nine assists. So between those two alone, we had 15 assists. And and RJ's just doing a great job in terms of of picking and choosing when that when that slice of a lane is open, he can get into a gap and he can go score, or attracting that attention, whether it be in the full court and the half court game, and then drawing that attention, but seeing his other four teammates and getting the basketball to guys that are open. And his assist numbers the last, especially during this winning streak, and even with Saturday's loss, I mean his his assist numbers have been very very impressive. Coach, the thing I noticed about the officials and what makes me upset is the inconsistency of a call on one end a call on the other end a call them totally opposite and it's the same official doing it and that doesn't make any sense and that same official told me early in the game that i didn't know the rule book in terms of a call i was questioning or a non-call well it was a call then there was a non-call after that and just very much about him from the get-go and i've been down that road before so try to stay out of the fray, but you're going you're to fight for your kids, just like Coach Disbro's going to, and, and you're going to fight for your kids. And as you watch it back on film, some, some tough non-calls, whether it be some guys getting hit as they're going into a post move or driving to the basket, I thought there was a very obvious over-the-back call missed late. I thought the last play was, was a travel, right? But if we had taken care of some things before that, maybe it doesn't get... You never want to put the, the game in, a, in the hands of an official. Never, ever, ever, because that, that typically doesn't go well. And that's what we got to strive to do, because you know this too. We've been on the other end of this in the, in the tournament play. When you get to the tournament, you don't want anything anything to be where the officials can make that quite that much of an impact and do that through just solid play, keeping yourselves centered and, and focused. And, and I thought, quite frankly, the boys did that better than I did on Saturday. And, and that's where I'm frustrated with myself, because I thought the guys really played through it that's a hard, hard game to play when you don't know what whistle's going to be next, whether it be are you going to drive in there and attack hard and, and but then are you afraid of getting a charge call? Um, going there and really playing tough, tough defense and yet a, a call's made from an official behind the play that there's no way they could have seen it. I give our guys a lot of credit for playing through all that. I'm still wondering how you can go from the uh, sideline to the basket and not put the ball on the floor. That was one down in front of me. Mm-hmm. Fair <laughs> enough. And, and he not only made the basket, he got a, a free throw out of it, too. Indeed. Yes. Uh, coach, this week you got another doubleheader. It's a, the traditional doubleheader in some ways because it's Friday and Saturday. Two teams that, uh, based so the way they're playing, can beat, but two teams that are going to be tough as well. Oh, yeah, two quality opponents. Jennings County, I've started on film on them yesterday and today. They bring in some size. They bring in a freshman guard that's really good, and they bring in a left-hand shooter that can light it up. And they've had some impressive wins. They're having a, a very good season for them. And you got to remember, they play in New Albany's conference, Jeffersonville's conference. They play, they play a loaded schedule. Uh, Floyd Central's on that schedule. So they're a team that's coming in that we have to play well, as we always do. And these guys are understanding and I've been framing it here the last couple of weeks as far as our recipe for success. And just as with any recipe, if you alter some of those ingredients just the slightest bit, you're going to turn out with a much different product. And the guys have really done a good job of, of following our recipe for success. And we'll have to do that on, on, on Friday because we'll have to contend with size again like we did with Collinsworth. And then on, on Saturday, a, a good Morristown team, a, a highly touted Morristown team, a Morristown team with a really good record coming in. And obviously coming off the success of just two seasons ago of being a, a state champion, a 
and some yeah. of those some of those kids that were on that team in the program at that time are still are now playing varsity basketball and that tradition is strong when that happens in terms of the pride they'll play with the effort and the ability they know it takes so we'll have our, we'll have our hands full both with both games and that's just like I told the guys on Saturday, I told them at halftime, I told them at the, at the quarter breaks and even going into overtime, that is the exact type of game we needed at that time for where we're at, right? We cruised through a winning streak where we, to the boys' credit, they were beating teams by double digits. And then we had the four-point game against Rushville. And yeah, it was tight down the end, but not possession by possession by possession tight like East Central turned out to be Saturday. You need those games. And that's what's going to be on Friday and Saturday, I think, too, in terms of just having to be really, really sharp what we want to make sure we do is we want to make sure we did not peak in early February. We want to continue to sharpen our skill set and our focus and our schemes because you want to hit the ground running here in a couple of weeks. I don't think Morristown's as big as some of the teams you're playing, are they? No, and, and, and that's a solid point, but they will. They've got plenty of perimeter firepower, and, and they're well-coached. Coach McClellan, this is his second, second stop at Morristown, so they'll be very disciplined and well-coached, and those are the type of games you want here at the end. And I know they were off of Batesville's schedule for a while. It's good to see them back on Batesville's schedule because that goes back a long way that Batesville and Morristown played. And, Coach, I don't think they've been on since I've been here in 20 years. No, yeah, it's, so it's, it, was, it was way back, yeah. But, uh, yeah. but it's good to see them back. Uh, one of the games I coached up there, there was a snowstorm predicted for that evening, and uh, the two referees got with the teams before the game, and they said, you play the game and you won't know the right way and you won't know we're here and we'll get you out of here before it starts snowing. The game, they called three fouls on us <laughs> and two on Morristown. The game was played in 55 minutes and we were on our way. Those are the officials you like. Yes. You can, you can spot them in a second, too. Yes. And one, I'm still officiating uh, big-time basketball in the uh, in the college, so I think you know who I'm talking sure. about. Yeah. And uh, they were good officials. Coach, the reserves split as well this weekend. Yeah, and played a, a played well on Thursday. The game was close for a stretch. Then they, they started to pull away in there in the the second half, and they came back and really really fought well on Saturday against a, a East Central team that I think has only lost a handful of times. And, and I know just came off a good victory over Columbus Norris JV team, and our guys are right there with them. So again, that group continues to improve, and I'm seeing it in practice. It's just nice to see it now on the game floor where the fans can also appreciate the talents and skills of those JV players. And, and the juniors especially are starting to step up again in terms of kind of hitting that next level for them. And, and that's always good to see in terms of how they lead. And then the, the sophomores fall in place. Alec Bunzelmeyer, the freshman, has been playing better and better. And it's good to see those guys come together still. And Austin Carn injured right now? He has a broken nose. And he was the earliest area we were getting him into a doctor to, to diagnose it. And then maybe your and or fitting with a mask is, was today. So frustrating because he feels really well, feels good, but obviously, as I can attest, it was actually two <laughs> years ago this week is when Sammy vaguely broke my nose in practice. You want to make sure that gets protected so he, more damage isn't done if he would take, a, take an errant pass or an elbow or a forearm or whatever. So we'll, we'll learn more about how things went with Austin today, and, and hopefully he's right back in the lineup this weekend. Yeah, and if people out there don't have medical backgrounds there's a, a bone or something in the nose area that goes right into the brain so you don't want any uh, uh, mistakes going sure there. coach uh, uh, the final uh, anniversary uh, weekend uh, coming up uh, tell us a little bit about that 
Well, and then this past Saturday was awesome. We had our biggest crowd yet with over 60 participants from the 2000s and 2010s. And then we had the three, the three regional championship teams. And, and people are busy. Guys are all over the country. They're, they're, I was, it was awesome to see how many babies came in on, on yes. Saturday. <laughs> so guys are starting families. They have young families. But I'm always just impressed how many of them came back. And the ones that couldn't make it back, I heard from almost all of them in terms of, hey, I've got this going on. Hate to miss it, but we can't, can't make it work. So we had over 60 people show up. And it's, just, and it's fun, too, because this was the group that I've seen go through in my 20 years. So Coach Ray, it was, it was fun to see some of the parents back, right? Some parents that are in that gym every year, every game for four years. And you, a lot of them, man, this is the first time we've been back in a long time. It's so fun to be back. And then they get to see parents that they were also at games with. And then afterwards, I had to make about four different stops at different places. But it was fun to go around town and, and catch up with the different guys where they were at. And some I've seen a lot. Others I haven't seen so often. So to catch up with all of them was, was just more than more than thrilling and fun as I can describe and where they're at in their lives and then this Saturday it is our fourth one and they've all went really well and I think this one will go equally as well in terms of having the the state finalist teams back and people have asked about the 43 team and as I sent out an email today and we're getting it out with people helping us our, our goal with the 43 team is if, if there's a surviving family member that's still in town or around town to where they can come and, and step in for those team members just to, just to have that presence on the floor will be awesome. I know Jim Fritz Jr. is going to try to have his mother, Jim Fritz's wife, try to make it out there, for example. So we hope to get many as many as we can from that 43 team. I've heard from a lot of the, the 2001 teams. We have a, the majority of those guys back and present. And then the All-Stars. I, I, right now, Kurt Clausen is supposed to be there. If things align for him travel-wise, nothing gets in the way there. Michael Mintz will be there. Colt will be there. Jim Fritz Jr. will be standing in for his dad. So we have the All-Stars represented. And then the coaches that are that are in the area or, or can make it to the game. And this is head coaches and, as, and assistant coaches that are hopefully we can get more of them to come into the, into the gym if they're able to. And that'll be fun. And then I'm, I'm sure you'll cover this later. Maybe you already have during the pregame or the pre-show or during the breaks. But what we'll have this time afterwards, as soon as the varsity game's over, people, if they're, if they're interested, can head over to the Knights of Columbus and all players, not just the ones that are, rep- that are recognized on Saturday, but any of the players that are in, around. We'll have the, the small room of the Knights reserved. There'll be appetizers available, and, and I think yours truly, Coach Raver here, is going to, to kind of lead a, a, a series of this show, if you will, and, and interview the All-Stars, the coaches, the other players there, and then kind of just basically have a more cozy environment to reminisce in terms of, of guys going to different places after the game. We're hoping to grab an hour or two with everybody there and kind of end this thing the right way, and that's with sharing stories and memories and, and, and reliving and, and having those fostering those relationships that are the most important about it all. And that's been the thing I've taken away from this year more than anything is just seeing the rekindling of relationships and, and relationships reconnected and... and Obviously, hitting home this past Saturday was seeing so many of my guys I have not seen for a while. And uh, yeah, just the the people you talk to and things like that, and even this last group, which uh, I was not actively coaching basketball at that time, but catching up with Peyton Meyer again, which I worked with in track and high jump, and uh, sitting down and talking to him, and uh, he's in his last semester of college, which I couldn't believe, and. Uh, 
he's quite a young man, uh, just talking about what he wants to do in the future and things like that. So it is a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and Peyton's going to be really successful. I, he and I have connected on a couple of things for his career. And then, like you said, the babies and someone with yeah. multiple babies and the careers that are going so well. It's just, as you know, life happens so quickly. So it's, it's, it's important. And, and I'm, I'm so glad we did this, what we did this year in terms of taking the time to, to reflect and visit and, and talk about those memories and, and those relationships. And again, I know I've said it over and over, but always a special shout out to Terry Geesting in terms of all the help and work he's put into this. Because it is not possible, it does not happen if Terry Geesting's not involved this year. Definitely. Uh, I'll back that up uh, 100%. Coach, we'll see you next week. Thanks. We'll be back for a final word after this word from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dow and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. Cecil here from Ison's Family Pizza and Top This Frozen Yogurt in downtown Batesville. We love our pizza because we use only the best quality ingredients. Try one of our awesome Supreme Pizzas or build your own topping combination. Add some of our famous breadsticks, cheese sauce, and a salad and dinner is done. We love being part of this community and thank you for your business. Check out our website, IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Give us a call at 812-933-0333 or visit us in downtown Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. How does your home feel inside? If you said, it feels absolutely perfect, then you've obviously heard of Hurt and Elko. But if you said anything else, it's time to call Hurt and Elko at 812-934-4646 now. Or visit them at hurt-elko.com. Then you'll have a home filled with air at the ideal temperature and humidity every second of the day, every day of the year. Get a new Linux system from Hurt and Elko at 812-934-4646. Get lured in by a tender filet fish from McDonald's. Enjoy two of them now for just five bucks. Made with flaky Alaskan pollock from Sustainable Fisheries, it's a crispy, steamy, tangy treat that'll leave you ready to dive in for another bite. Plus, add any size soft drink, like an ice-cold Sprite, for just a dollar. Catch this deal before it's gone. Only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. Thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, we will be back again next week. Uh, have a good lineup set up for you again next week. Uh, of course, Aaron and uh, Gary will be back with us next week. Uh, Ryan DeCalvey and Nathan Wanstroth, St. Louis 7th uh, grade boys basketball coaches, will be with us. And Joe Marr, St. Louis 8th grade basketball coach, will be with us. And Jack Day, Jackson Dells, boys basketball coach, will be with us. We want to thank our sponsors who make this all possible. We want to thank John for getting us uh, recorded and ready to go for later and uh, keeping us on the web. We want to thank Isis for allowing us to be here. We want to thank our guests this evening. Uh, we want to say congratulations to the girls' basketball teams that made the regionals none of them were able to 
qualify for the semi-state, but showed some good performances nonetheless. And to the wrestlers who are going to wrestle in a state tournament this weekend, and the swimmers who got their sectional coming up as well this weekend. Thank you for joining us this evening. Good night, everyone. Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI thanks you for listening to Coach's Corner, Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, live from Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. See you next time.